0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to This is Lason, a podcast where we bring you stories from a diverse array of creators working to create positive change in the Lason community and beyond. So sit back, relax, be inspired, and learn something new with us. Today we have a very special guest joining us. We're happy to welcome Solomon Boachiyadam to the show. He is an assistant professor in the Mechanical Engineering Department here at Lassonde. Today we talk to him about his work at the school, including his research into materials and structures. We then move on to discussing Black History Month and the work he has done both in and outside the university in order to highlight the accomplishments of black scientists and engineers, as well as inspire science and engineering in communities that have been traditionally marginalized in STEM fields. Additionally, we find out about a very exciting project he was recently involved in with National Geographic. All right, well, hello, Solomon. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So for the audience out there who might not know you, could you just introduce yourself a little bit?
1: OK, um, uh, thanks for having me, Connor. My name is um, Solomon Boachi Yadam, and Um, I'm a professor at the mechanical engineering department of York University. My my background, I did my first degree in aerospace engineering, and then I did a master's and PhD in mechanical engineering with a research focus on material science and engineering. So my research is written about material science and engineering. And I was an NSEC postdoc at University of Waterloo before I joined um, York in 2017.
0: Oh, wow. So you, so you say you do your work in material sciences. So yeah. I guess I'm not really sure what material sciences. And I'm sure a lot of people listening might not either. Could you give us like a like a brief description just to have a better idea?
1: So you think about every single thing that you see around us, right? Um, be it a mobile, a mobile phone, an airplane, um, a car, a laptop, whatever you have to use some kind of material to design it right so uh, material science engineering is concerned with any of these um, um, physical materials that we actually use to design all the stuff that are around us right that is um, um, what this whole material science engineering so the goal here is to actually push the front of tech by increasing the performance of materials, finding advanced materials for um, superior performances, um, and then stuff that will help us really push tech, all right? That's the main thing. So material science has been around for some time. Um, It started with when um, uh, people were actually mining for, or hunting for food with clubs and and stones. Um, So since that age, material science and engineering has evolved to what we have um, nowadays.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Just a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. So when you say more advanced materials and materials that perform better, does that mean more durable or what does that entail?
1: That's actually, um, is all part of it, right? Now think of it. We can have materials that are resistant to corrosion. We have materials that are very durable. We have materials that have superior performance under high temperatures, or some of them under very cold temperatures. So these are all advances in material science and engineering that has helped us to get to where we are now.
0: All right, well, your description of it, it sounds complex, but also very interesting and you know, relevant to all of us since materials make up everything we use. So now that we have a bit of an idea of what you're doing now, uh, let's go back a bit. So how did you know that mechanical engineering was the right path for you? Yeah, I know you said that you'd also done aerospace engineering, right? Yes.
1: So, so I remember when I was a little boy we, my, my, my dad took me to the airport if there was somebody who visited home and they were going to see this person off at the airport, right? And then at the airport I saw a big aircraft with blood all over it. And so the first question was, oh, did the aircraft hit somebody in the skies, you know? that kind of thing, right? And then my dad was like, "Oh, it's a bird. I'm like, you're kidding me. How can there be a bird? you know, um, that actually makes a huge damage on an aircraft. Oh, it's a bird strike. And I'm like, what is a bird strike? It's like, oh, when the aircraft are flying at high speed, they get to bump into some of these flying objects, like, you know, a bird flying very high, and then it gets to damage the aircraft and all of that. So that was really what got my interest in this whole thing. I remember when I went home, um, there were people who had cars packed, so I started throwing stones at them just to see what will happen, whether it's going to crack and all that, right? Because a tiny bed can cause a huge damage to an aircraft. What will a small stone do to a car, right? And that is when I got interested in this whole thing called um, um, aerospace, materials, mechanical, and all that.
0: And so how did that lead to LaSonde? I know you talked about some of the places you worked previously, but how did you end up here?
1: So when I finished with my aerospace um, engineering program, I actually wanted to continue with my studies right and then i was lucky to get funded by professor nabil basim at the university of manitoba so professor nabil basim actually picked me as a graduate student for a master's program and then when i finished with my master's program professor basim was like oh you're really smart maybe you can actually um, work on a phd project i'm like okay you know and so i went on to do a PhD with professor nabil basim who was an awesome um, supervisor Everything that I am now, it's because of Professor Nabil Basim and then how I got trained by him in the lab, right? And then after that, I got an NSEC postdoctoral fellowship, um, and then I actually took that to the University of Waterloo to do um, a project with Professor Dwayne Cronin in the mechanical engineering department. So it was during my NSEC postdoc days that I heard about the program at York and the fact that they had an awesome engineering uh, faculty. And I, was, I, got, I got interested, so I started looking around, and um, I saw an open position, I applied, got interviewed, and then I got the offer. Yeah, and that's how I came to York.
0: Wow. All right, so now that we know a little bit more about you, we can you know, transition to the main topic of today's episode. So today is a special episode about Black History Month. So could you... Describe briefly what Black History Month is. So this
1: is an annual um, observation and a celebration, right? Actually, um, started in the U.S. This is because Blacks have actually in the past, like since, you know, um, if you look at the history of the U.S. and for example, Canada and all, all over the world, Blacks have actually made a huge contribution to the development of all these nations. But then I think one of the main lapses was the fact that the contributions of these Black people were not um, recognized, right? And so it got to a point that a group of people in the U.S. gathered and then they they, they made a proposition that, hey, um, we think that a lot of the work that has been done by these black folks have not been recognized. And I think this was actually started in the U.S. And then um, Canada actually accepted um, this uh, whole thing as well. So it's really an observation where the contributions of Blacks to the society, to tech, to different countries are actually being recognized.
0: So in your eyes, what are the kinds of things that, you know, Lassonde School of Engineering is doing to spread, you know, the contribution of Black scientists and engineers in STEM?
1: That's a very good question. In fact, um, Son has two major programs that are actually going well. One of them starts with the K2I Academy, actually it's called Kindergarten to Industry, where Lisa Cole and her group actually have been working around the clock to um, get people who are from visible minorities, people who have been marginalizing the societies to get involved with them projects during the summer. And this is really important because if you look at the participants, a lot of them are Blacks. Um, So in terms of equity, diversity and inclusion, this becomes a very good part of it. So it's one of the um, flagship programs going on at um, Lassonde. Lassonde has the um, EDI subcommittee where the focus has been to um, also draw attention to some of the Um, lapses in this whole field of EDI and also draw the attention of hiring um, department, draw attention of the faculty and other department towards um, equity, diversity and inclusion. There's also a fund that is available that people can actually apply to. So there is a grant where people who are involved with EDI activities or with projects that involve, like people from marginalized societies, they can actually apply for grant and then work on projects. So um, La School of Engineering has been involved heavily with um, some of these activities that is geared towards um, blacks and also people from marginalized societies.
0: And you've been involved in the EDI subcommittee, right?
1: Yes. So, with the with the EDI subcommittee, one of the main things that we've been working on is actually training programs for people uh, that actually draws attention to EDI. We've been looking at um, some of the policies, drafting policies, with working with the dean's office, trying to come up with an aim, a mission, and a scope for um, EDI principles in the faculty, and then um, this also. Uh, Goes around um, what we call the hiring committees, how they can actually um, hire people that is also geared towards some of these um, things, right? So it's been something that has been going on in in the faculty for quite some time.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear it. You know, I think it's a good start, but, you know, as always, there's still so much work to do. Yes. And I have heard about some of the work that you've done outside of York. So, you know, in my research of you, I read that you ran a program this summer called the 2022 educational summer camp program?
1: Yes. So this is actually one of the uh, programs that we engage in in our lab um, during the summer, right? So the focus has been on um, people from marginalized communities. For example, in engineering, we talk about women, we talk about blacks, right? So we actually opened the labs to women and blacks in high schools to engage in projects in the lab, and then we get to work on different um, um, research topics. Now, the goal here is for, for us to kind of bring their minds to step. The whole project has been on step, right? That, hey, it's okay for, 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 for you to not know what program you want to go into when you go to the university, but these are some of the projects that you can actually work on when you engage in this pro- program or that program and that program and that, right? So we have projects ranging from um, computer science, computer engineering, from mechanical materials, um, biomedical and all that, where students who are interested in going to the medical field or biomedical um, um, programs, they get to engage in some of, the, of those projects. For example, this summer, we had um, seven students who were working on helmets and concussion. All right. So the main idea was how to reduce concussion during um, during, um, sporting activities. So these students were working on different projects in terms of materials that can be used to develop a biofidelic head and neck. They were working on um, helmets in terms of how to understand the biomechanics of impact transmission through helmets. In that case, we can actually use such studies to improve the performance of helmets and all that. So that has been projects that uh, has been going. In fact, students who came this year, we had nine students from Tema International School in Ghana who joined us for the 21 days program. And then they did work on uh, various projects in the lab. So yeah, that's that's some of the stuff that we do um, during the summer um, um,
0: semesters. No, I like that. It's the idea of enriching them and seeing if they wanna go into STEM early, getting them just to think about it. Exactly. So I've also heard that you were involved with a really cool project with National Geographic, uh, Colossal Machines.
1: Oh yeah. So on National Geographic, there is this program where we talked about a whole bunch of these huge equipment, huge machines um, in terms of how were they designed, right? What kind of materials were used for the design? How do they function and then um what are some of the engineering feats that these equipment actually will tend to accomplish when we use them in our societies right so it's one of those cool projects that is still ongoing i think um season three is being planned but right now season one and two should be out and already.
0: where can someone find season one and two
1: um it should be on national geographic i think
0: oh, okay oh all right so I- i'm definitely gonna check this out it sounds really interesting yeah issue. So I know we've talked about, you know, EDI subcommittee, we talk about, we talk about what you do, but I really want to get to the heart of why do you do what you do? So why do you think it is so important to do this work, making STEM more equitable, diverse, and inclusive?
1: So, so one of the main things is that if you, if you, if you, let's say, if you talk to some of these Fortune 500 companies, if you talk to um, big CEOs and all that, if you talk to managers and all, all of these people are going to actually tell you how their the performance of the work that they do was actually augmented by the diversity that they had in terms of their uh, members and all that. And if you if you check literature, if you check um, 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 some of the published data, you realize that. Diversity is really, really important. Inclusion is really, really important. Now, the question is how do we get people involved? All right. How do we diversify our groups? Right. So the whole thing, how do we provide equitable um, um, opportunities to everyone? Right. So that has been some of the main themes surrounding these things. Now, when it comes to science, for example, when it comes to engineering, you realize that women have been left out for a long time. I did aerospace engineering in my my class of over um, 45 students. There were only two women in the class. Right. And this is actually supposed to be a group of students all over. Um, pulled over from Africa, and then there were only two women in the class. Again, if you check, um, if you go to some of the campuses in the US, if you come to Canada, a lot of the engineering programs really do not have black students, right? Again, where do these black go to after they graduate from their programs? That is even if they get opportunity to graduate, right? So there's a huge gap that has been left by um, society not really trying to pull all these people along. Okay. And that has been one of the motivations for, for a lot of the stuff that I do in terms of how can we get women involved? How can we get Blacks involved? How can we get Indigenous people involved in the project? And that's why I really love some of the projects going on at lasson right now. For example, the k 2 Academy, where they get to engage women, they get to engage Indigenous people, they get to engage Black people and all that in some of these uh, projects that they do. Really, I think if we can all pull our weights around these projects, going to be successful and we all get to enjoy the benefit of some of these things that are going on
0: and what can we as engineering students like even the students who might be listening to this episode what can we do to spread the values of edi in our everyday lives and in our school
1: that's a good question right so i remember i was telling a couple of um groups that i met that when you go to some of the programs the courses all right and then you look at For example, in some of our projects, we have um, design groups, right? And then just check even for the design groups, how diversified are these groups, you know, and all that. So it's actually, it it starts from the classroom, if you you ask me, okay? Because everybody should be part of this whole group. And the reason is that you get to learn from me, I get to learn from you as well. And there is strength in um, some of these things that we do right and that helps us also to prepare ourselves for the profession that we really are training for
0: yeah it's sort of getting all sorts of differing perspectives helps you you know look at problems and solve problems differently exactly yeah it's not good when when everybody's sort of thinking along the same path exactly right well those are all the questions i have for you today thank you for coming on this was a very this is a very entertaining episode
1: Thanks, thanks for having me. And I do applaud the work that you and your um, group are doing. Thank you so much for um, the invitation.
0: We applaud you and the work you're doing as well. Thank you. All right, everybody. That was Solomon Yadam. He is doing such great work within the university and with youth in the greater Toronto area. His perspectives on Black History Month and EDI as an engineer are very informed and gave me a lot to think about personally. Make sure to check out Colossal Machines on National Geographic. We'll see you next time on This Is LaSan.